welcome to The Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today. I am doing my podcast from Virginia, from my parents' house today, and it's snow outside. It's beautiful. And I've got Bella sleeping next to me. So this is a perfect, perfect, lovey morning. Ah, So um, yesterday I promised you I was going to go deeper with this idea that if you spent this week loving yourself unconditionally, that I could guarantee you that those blocks that make you want to change your mind and not spend that time loving yourself, those blocks would come up. The resistance will come up. And I said yesterday that if you just make notes of these, if you just like write it down, like, you know, oh, you know, I can't, I can't love myself unconditionally for a week because, um, I'm supposed to do this or, um, I'm not, I don't deserve it. Or, you know, you're going to have these blocks come up. So if during today, if you just see, I said a week, what if you just take it minute by minute And in this minute, you just say, how could I love myself right now? Not how can I distract myself from my discomfort or how can I escape, you know, um, and do something that will keep me from having thoughts about myself, but just really, how can I be present with myself right now? And I guarantee you that is loving yourself. And for me, it'll be like when I got up this morning, it was just like, let me have some water let me have some vitamin C, you know, let me just take care of myself. Let me just love myself. And that is a long time coming people. I didn't used to do that. I used to always focus on other people and just expect that I would fall into line, like fall into line with everything else. So the blocks, that's what I want to focus on today. So now you're, you're loving yourself. You've committed to a week of loving yourself for the for the sole purpose of being able to begin to create that intuitive beingness within you find it like it, everyone has intuition everyone has this ability but until we get quiet and go within we can't access it we don't access it by reading another book you know we don't access it by um going to the gym now we could we could access it by going to the gym but first we have to learn how to quiet that inner voice. And if if uh, doing exercise can quiet the inner voice, then great. But sometimes it's just distraction. It's just burying the voice. And we don't want to bury the voice. We don't want to resist the voice. We just want to find the other way. So by learning to create from within, create the co-creative process from within, by going within, uh, there is this deep quiet within you. There's a well, a well of infinite bliss within you. And you can just dive into it. It is absolutely amazing. Now, just I want to put this in the background of your thoughts here. 
I'm at my mom's and there are a zillion other people here. And when I say a zillion, um, I am exaggerating, but there is my brother and his family. He has six kids and a wife. There is my sister and her family and she has four kids and her husband. And then there's others. There's more. (laughs) I have five brothers, so I don't know who all is here, but there are quite a few people here. So um, you may hear noises, you may hear accidental, whatever. Okay, back to it. So you've been writing down the things that are getting in your way, and this podcast is about those blocks. So when you write it down, what I want you to understand is that those blocks are coming from deep-seated programs and beliefs that you have. These were probably things established throughout your childhood, and you've just held on to them. Now, it's not only were they established in your childhood for you, but then they go back possibly multi-generational. And when um, what I'm talking about is the fact that it could have been your great-great-grandmother's belief, and she handed it down, and they handed it down, and they handed it down. So there's almost this beingness that this is the law. That's what it feels like. I'm violating the law if I don't follow this or don't believe it. All right, so that is not the case. It is not a law. (laughs) It is a belief or a program that has been handed down and you chose it. And or sometimes you're a first generation of a belief program too because you just made the belief so that you could get along to get along kind of thing in your childhood. So you could, it could be first generation. So what you're going to do is you wrote down, I don't deserve to be happy because other people are sad. Um, so it's just a matter of just saying, you know what? This doesn't work for me. I am not doing this anymore. It is so imperative, imperative that you get rid of all the beliefs in your way. And I don't care how reasonable they sound. They're not reasonable if they're getting in the way of you loving yourself. If it is your exchange, it is your cop-out for uh, giving in and not coming to do what you came to do. You came here to fulfill a contract with God. And what is your contract? I personally don't know. But you came here to do that. So in order to do that, you have to get the noise out of the way. You have to turn off all these other radio channels. And this invitation I gave you for this one week of loving yourself is a way to find those channels that are in your way, making all this noise. It's up to you to engage the process. Now, I'm going to tell you, the process doesn't end this week. This is the beginning. It it continues, but when you create this practice, if it took a week to create a practice around these beliefs, and programs that you no longer want, then this is effortless that you can engage this anytime one of these beliefs comes up. Anytime you have a block come up, you can release it. So we release it. I release them by looking at the thought. And then this thought I have has only the meaning that I give it. You want to write that down. This thought I have, this belief I have, has only the meaning that I give it. That is an important baseline. I'd write that down and post it up over your desk because that works for everything. That is a that is a universal principle and um, it it is just so important. 
and you can apply it to everything. Like, you know, my mom's wedding dress has only the meaning that I give it. Um, you know, my favorite clothes, my favorite shoes, my favorite jacket, my favorite mittens have only the meaning that I give it. Um, oh, just everything, you know, everything we've made special, we've done that through our own beliefs and everything we've made, uh, bad, we've made bad by our own beliefs. It is so wild. So you can turn that around today. So this thought I have about blank. Now, maybe the thoughts about another person, let's forgive those people. Let's let them out of the equation. Let's take them out of the equation. Uh, you know, Phoenix is perfect just as she is. Phoenix's behaviors are perfect just as they are. She's not in the equation anymore. Now it's just me and the dirty room. It has nothing to do with Phoenix. All right. So, um, what is my belief about dirty rooms? Dirty rooms. Um, I believe dirty rooms are a sign of disrespect. I believe dirty rooms are a sign of chaos. What if they aren't? What if I, what if I'm making this stuff up? Now it sounds reasonable. It does sound reasonable, but reasonable is still like just a cop out for allowing. It's a cop out for being in love with myself. It's like, let me focus on this messy room instead of loving myself. Do you get it? What if the messy room was loving myself? What if I could choose to love myself with a messy room? But instead we create these resistances and these blocks. So look at the thought and undo it. You know, um, what is a messy room? Disrespect. So I believe a messy room is respect. <laughs> I believe a messy room is me respecting myself. Now, it's interesting because when I do these little reversals, which is taught by Byron Katie, by what, by the way, in the book called, um, she does um, Loving What Is and something called The Work. I highly recommend you check it out if you're at that point. Um, but she does these reversals. And... Um, so, uh, if we said, um, Belly Bella, no, Phoenix disrespects me when her room is messy, we could turn around and say, I disrespect me when my room is messy. I disrespect me when Phoenix's room is messy. I disrespect Bella when, our Phoenix, when Phoenix's room is messy. There's just so many ways we could twist it and turn it around. Um, I disrespect, um, I am disrespected when my room is messy. So you see, there's all these different turnarounds. Now, if we can just turn it around and, okay, so now we did the turnarounds. This is something I absolutely love. Absolutely love. Because when I look at that and I go, I disrespect Phoenix when her room is messy. I can agree that, yeah, that is an infinitely true because I have been choosing to um, speak harmfully, speak negatively to um, Phoenix when her room is messy. I, I am like, why is it like this? You know, like, a, and maybe I'm not doing that now, but there was a time for sure when I was grasping at these negative kind of at negative emotional things to shame her or force her or cajole her into manipulate her uh, using, you know, any, like any fear-based energy to try to get what I wanted. But that is disrespect. Manipulating another human being with fear or anger is disrespecting another human. So I, just looking at that statement and doing the reversal on it, and the reversal being, I disrespect Phoenix when her room is messy. 
was also true. So you can see how one block thought, one program thought, it actually does the same harm that we judge the other person for. It is, it is like, because it's that spiral, it's going into the 3D and everything in 3D is like, it's manipulation, it's all fear-based, it's all fear-based. None of us get to take the high road in 3D. There is no high road in 3D. 3D is a land of fear. We have to choose to go into the unconditional love space reality of 5D. So we have to choose 5D. So that is another mantra. If you're loving yourself this week, just say, I choose 5D. (sighs) I release 3D and everything that goes with it, and I choose 5D. Your body knows what it's talking about. You know, you don't have to, like, go and put in some little, like, uh, hanger-oners there about what 5D is. Your, Your beingness knows what 5D is, all right? So you don't have to explain it. You can just declare it. So... These blocks, we want to undo them, all right? So if I have a block with this whole thing about um, the dirty bedroom, then I, I have to say, all right, so um, I, my new belief about messes, (laughs) this is a good one for me, my new belief about messes is that messes just are messes. They have no meaning other than the meaning that I give them. Chaos is not what a mess is. Uh, Disrespect is not what a mess is. Uh, Filth is not what a mess is. A mess is just a mess. A mess is just a mess. Um, And it has only the meaning that I give it. There's another line that I like, that everyone gets to do their journey their way. Everyone gets to do their journey their way, you know? And I still, I set boundaries. I set boundaries, you know? Um, And... I don't, you know, and I I just am vigilant about uh, how, um, you know, am I bringing negativity into something or am I staying in a clean space in my head, a co-creative, you know, place. Co-creating is the best, by the way. It is so phenomenal and it's so worth letting go of the norms of this society, the norms saying that, oh yeah, it's okay to, you know, disrespect your children because their rooms are mess (laughs) it's okay to disrespect another human being because you don't agree with who they are ah we it's just time to bring the focus within we've spent so much time looking outside and beating ourselves up with that and it's just another way of exercising that's non-productive how about we get back to some productivity how about we get back to the co-creative process and the intuitive process of uh, being in our own truth and our own like forward expansion. It doesn't happen with these focused outside of ourselves situations. If it is a going within and then allowing these new beliefs that we adopt, like I love Phoenix just as she is. I love Phoenix's room just as it is. So, by bringing in these new, I can allow those to overflow. And recently I've done a few podcasts having to do with Phoenix's bedroom. And the amazing thing is I've already noticed that talking about it and just making it more, you know, like I'm getting more into this letting go, letting go, letting go. And I'm noticing also 
that 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 belief, uh, undercurrent belief systems that I may have been holding, even though I didn't know what to, how to approach her um, or anything, just letting go of those undercurrents has created a space for Phoenix to figure her room out, you know, in her own way. So that's been pretty beautiful. Um, but that's how it works. Remember Byron Katie in one of her books, she said, what was my religion before I woke up? It was pick up your socks, pick up your socks, pick up your socks. And she said she just harped on it all the time in her living room. And then after she woke up, she picked up the socks. And every time she picked up a sock, she thought about how much she loved that person. And before you know it, there was no socks to pick up. And that's because the resistance wasn't attracting a match. Her resistance to having socks on the floor is what attracted the socks on the floor. You know, so what in your life are you attracting to you? What is it that you complain about all the time? That is what you are making real. And that is what you are creating more of. It is so wild and so crazy. All right. I love you. I'm sending you so much love. And I just have to find now where the extra is because I am all over the place. Sending you so much love. Have a wonderful day. And um, and just keep writing things down. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.